0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the Heath Barn. Thank you very much for listening. This episode fun for me, just me in here. I was planning on possibly doing a voice and calling some Monday night football, but uh, too many important fantasy applications. It was too real to me, so I didn't want to didn't want to do that. So what I did instead was I just kind of shared my thoughts did a lot of sports talk on this episode. Shared my thoughts on some things going on in the NFL. Head coaches Talked about uh, Illinois basketball. My thoughts on that so far. Talked about some stuff in Major League Baseball going on. Otani's ridiculous contract. And I talked a lot about uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, obviously. And then for the last, I don't know, 14, 15 minutes, I go on a side rant slash editorial slash whatever you want to call it. And I kind of get into uh, coaching and parents. So, um just listen to it. Don't judge until you listen. Um, it's mostly positive, but I feel like uh, there are some things that I, I just kind of felt like uh, getting off my chest, I suppose. So, um, fun episode, just me. Again, it's going to be called uh, Sports Talk slash Side Rant. So, hope you enjoy it. Thank you very, very much for your support, and welcome to the Heath Barn. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Heath Barn. Hope that we have all had a lovely day. My plan was initially um, tonight to do uh, a voice and maybe call some football. Um, But these games, there's too much fantasy stuff on the line, so I'm too into it. So I'm like, well, I'll just, uh, it's halftime right now. Right now, this very second is halftime of the Dolphins and Titans game. So I'm going to chat during this and probably pause it and then, uh, watch the rest of the game after I get done. But, um, yeah, I've got serious fantasy implications. So, uh, it's too real. Damn it. So I'm going to, uh, talk about things that I've written down here. I have thoughts on some, on several different things. So we're going to talk about that or I'm going to talk about that. And then, um, We'll get back to, and well, I'll get back to my football after it's done. But um, some things that uh, I have noticed, though, with this football. Oh, and one thing too, like a couple of weeks ago, if you listened to the one where I was do, uh, Cat Williams was doing calling the play by play for uh, the Ravens were playing, I think, and uh, I listened back to it, and I was kind of making myself chuckle because Lamar Jackson is my quarterback in one league, and it's like I'm doing a voice calling the game. But then my guy got legit hurt, so I'm like trying to uh, balance it to where I'm still talking like someone else, but I'm like legit concerned, like, come on, get up, get up. So, yeah, I didn't want to run into something like that tonight. So, um, anywho, some things I noticed tonight, let's start with, I'll start with the football and then I'll, I'm going to get to some Illinois basketball, get to some Cardinal stuff, get some baseball, uh, a couple other things that have been on my mind a little bit too, that I'll uh, get into later, but, uh, football, first of all, um things that i've noticed um uh here lately uh head coaches I'm not i'm i'm not sure uh what some of them really do because it's almost like uh on office space where that guys like what exactly is it uh you would say that you do here because when you pan or whenever they cut away to these head coaches sometimes i have seen more this year than i think any other year where there are head coaches not saying shit, like into their headset, nothing, just standing there. Nothing, no expression, nothing. And uh, you've got your offensive coordinators. They call the offensive place. You've got your defensive coordinators. They call the defensive place. The majority of them, there are some head coaches that call place, but the majority of head coaches do not call place. So what do you do? I, and I'm not, okay, I'm going to, I'm not going to pick on this guy. I'm going to bring him up because he's not the only one I've seen doing this. But watch a Buccaneers game and watch Todd Bowles when they cut to him on the sidelines. He's like a freaking statue and he doesn't, it's like, do you, are you, who's running? What's going on here? He was a defensive coordinator. Um, The, uh, let me see here. Um, the year they won the Super Bowl just a few years ago, he was a defensive coordinator. So then he's doing stuff, but it's like, well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take the Rays and I'll be the head coach, and I just won't do anything. I, I, I don't think he – and then there was this guy, <clears throat> Denny Carter. He's a guy that's on uh, uh, Roto World. He does fantasy stuff. And he was saying how um, they asked Chris a question about Chris Godwin, and he said something to, along the effect of like, well, you know, once he's healthy, he'll be back out there. And the game was over. And Chris Godwin played the whole game. Chris Godwin played the whole game. It's like, did you, did you not even know he was playing? Like, are you like, hello, like anything, anything getting through watch Todd Bowles on the sideline when they cut away to him. It's just like, um, you know, there's, it's, it's just, he does nothing. And I saw that tonight with Mike Vrabel, Vrabel. Now Mike Vrabel is a very respective head coach and obviously I don't think he's like that, but they cut to him three or four times. He's just standing there, nothing, not talking to anybody. And then like, there was a big decision right before the half, uh, Will Levis went right to the coordinator, didn't go to Vrabel. And then, uh. It was, and it wasn't just like a, what play are we going to run on offense? It was like a, you know, we're we going to call a timeout. What am I doing? You know, a time, a time management thing. And he goes to the offensive coordinator and then he runs back and he sees Vrabel like yelling. And I'm like, oh, hey! you know, but it, he wasn't, that's not who he went to. It's just like, and there are other examples. And I'm not saying anything about Vrabel because he's a, I think a lot of people consider him one of the top, you know, six, eight coaches in the league probably. So, uh. I wonder about that sometimes because these coordinators just work their ass off. They call the plays. They're the ones running the show. Um, And then, but, and you work and work and work to be a head coach, so you just don't have to do hardly anything anymore. Like, I, you know, I don't know. Lovey Smith, man. Look back at that. Look back at him, like coaching uh, Illinois, for one thing. Oh, my gosh. You talk about a joke, but. Nothing. I'll, I will guarantee you him and guys like that that don't like they don't know other players' names. There's no way in hell they don't know. They got no clue. So, um, yeah, there are. Todd Bowles is just the guy that I saw the most recently. So I don't, I don't want to make it seem like I'm picking on him, but because the, there are others. My goodness gracious, there are so many head coaches that just stand there and like, uh, yeah, don't do anything. I don't think, but i've noticed that also um tonight it's monday night football there's two games on at the same time um that's stupid uh i know it's like a money grab or whatever and they got one on abc one on espn and espn two. they stuck peyton and eli with the giants packers instead of but either way it's fine but like you got two games on you didn't even like stagger them you got them all at the same time it's dumb really dumb and it's i mean and it's obvious that uh yeah, it's, it's about money, which everything is. So, you know, but, um, dumb forcing people to choose and you can watch two games at the same time, but you can't listen to, you can't listen to two games at the same time. So it's just, uh, that's dumb. Uh, some other things about this, uh, Oh, I'm watching the, uh, I watched the first half of Titans dolphins. Chris Fowler is calling the, uh, doing the play by play for that game with Dan Orlovsky and Louis Reddick and uh, I like Chris Fowler a lot, but he's making Al Michaels feel like Gus Johnson. It's like, n- like zero emotion. Like uh, the Titans, um, or the yeah, the Titans blocked a field goal, and uh, Fowler's just like, all right, uh, lines up to kick, and the Titans block it, and uh, they're trying to run it back, and they're not, and that's that's got to make the special teams coach feel good there, and, and it's like that's a huge play in the game. It's like monotone, so. Everybody ripping on Al Michaels. Listen to Fowler, the second half. Maybe he'll crank it up, but my goodness gracious. Zero emotion. So, uh, yeah, let's see. What else here did I put down? Oh, um, Illinois' uh, class f- or from last year has been representing pretty good. You had yesterday, like on a like Chase Brown has been getting some run with the Bengals and doing a really good job running back for the Bengals. His twin brother, Sidney, had to come in and play last night for the Eagles at safety. And, I uh, mean, they got smoked. So I'm not saying they did great. But, uh, you know, got a little shout out about them being twin brothers on a national broadcast. So that's cool. You got Tommy DeVito is the quarterback for the Giants right now, which is shocking. But he was Illinois' quarterback last year. And then you've got. Uh, Devin Witherspoon, who was, people expect big things out of, who was the fifth pick in the draft last year, and he is having a great rookie season for the Seahawks. Uh, Came on really strong. I haven't heard, I don't know if he's still, I'd say he's one of the top three, four, five favorites for defensive rookie of the year, so he's had a very good uh, season as well. So Illinois representing pretty good, and that doesn't always happen in football, that's for damn sure. So those are some things that I have noticed from the football now let's move it on to illinois basketball we'll transition here they got beat by tennessee at tennessee not surprised uh tennessee needed that a lot more to illinois but at the same time if illinois wants to be one of the top teams in the country you shouldn't care how bad tennessee needs that win you go and you get it but they just uh made too many mistakes got outplayed lost the game but i think they're seven and two uh beat Florida Atlantic and Florida Atlantic make to the final four last year. I like the fact that they are old and seemingly so far uh, seem pretty uh, good about accepting roles and being unselfish and things like that. Um, It's a long season. Things like that can change, but they're very old and very experienced. So I I would think that that would help. As the season progresses, but, uh, they don't really have a point guard and that, uh, could bite him at some point already has a little bit here and there. Um, I love Ty Rogers. I, I don't, I hope that, uh, he stays with Illinois four years and because ever all those, all those old guys will be gone next year and he'll have to take on a much larger role offensively. I would think he's not the most, uh, naturally gifted offensive player, uh, but he can jump out of the gym. Plays good defense. He plays the right way. Knows what he's. I mean, he's smart for the most part. So, um, but nobody's visualized him being our point guard his sophomore year, obviously. And uh, sometimes you got uh, Damascus bringing it up, and that's not. It's not great. I don't know. So, so that might bite him at, at times. But um, overall, I think that uh, they've looked pretty good so far. Coleman Hawkins uh it's coleman hawkins he's gonna drive you nuts drives me nuts uh for every good thing he does he does something stupid usually um and he doesn't control his emotions very well he's just like you know he's he does he does things that a freshman would do like like he doesn't act like he's been there before enough and he has it's his fourth year Like he'll make a three and yell the, you know yell at the refs yell like get a dunk and get a yell at the crowd just just shut up man just get back like it's like it's like he's so it's, it's almost like he's like kind of insecure as a player so every, whenever he does something he's got to yell at everybody like look what i just did you know look what i just did just shut up just go back just play defense if you're good enough people will notice just so he's he's like that and then he also uh he can't put the ball on the floor i don't trust him passing i don't you know his shooting is extremely erratic he's just a, he's just athletic but he you know he he hasn't changed uh I don't think. I think a lot of that's upstairs. But I but you can't but he hasn't changed much over the over the years. He's still a liability in a lot of different ways, I feel like, but uh Underwood's gonna play him, so we might as well just you know, I like Garrier. I think he's uh I think he'll be a nice role player all year. Damask, I like him. I like Shannon, obviously. Uh Ty Rogers uh, danger, danger. He needs to, uh, I don't know. I mean, he hasn't, he, he'll be fine, but I don't be shocked if he transfers because, uh, well, hell, I don't even know how old he is. I can't keep track anymore of all these guys, but, uh, he hasn't got a ton of playing time. So, um, but I also think that, uh, he's good. Puts the ball on the floor too much, but, um, I'm fine. Fine with him. Um, like Goody a lot. Uh, I know I'm forgetting people. Oh, and then that <clears throat> the freshmen. Um, they just need to understand, like, like okay, just just stick with it because, like, like back in the good old days, like you might not get to play 35 minutes a game as a freshman, but just stick with the program. Your time will come. And hopefully, hopefully the, they'll think of it like that, but we shall see. Uh but I, I'm I'm pretty uh fairly bullish on in on, on Illinois this year. But again I think it you know just comes down to a lot of different things. But um hopefully they'll just be they'll be unselfish and smart, play smarter than they have the last especially last year and more unselfish than last year, but um we shall see. But uh hopefully they will continue to progress and have a good season. Um, I got to look. Oh, okay, I'm done. I'm done looking at the TV. I paused it. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, now on to some baseball stuff. We've got, before I talk about the Cardinals, uh, Shohei Otane signed for 10 years, $700 million with the Dodgers. Came out tonight that uh, the first 10 years of this contract, with well, a 10-year deal. Okay, I don't want to mess this up they're going to give him 20 million they're going to give him 2, two million a year for 10 years then they're going to give him <clears throat> sorry, 68 million a year for the, for the 10 years after that so cuz otani's like otani's like well I want a, you guys to be able to sign other people so it's like the most backloaded deal obviously obviously in the history of sports by however many hundred million dollars but so he's getting 20 million for the, for the next 10 years and then he's getting $680 million for the 10 years after that when he probably won't even be playing. So, I have a couple thoughts about that. I can't decide if it's shady or super smart, but Cardinals, why the hell can't you do something like that? Just push it, just kick the can down the road, man. Like, you know, and Otani, it's like, that's amazing that he would do that. Not, not hardly anybody would do that, but he's got a lot of sponsors. I mean, he's going to be, he's like, he's rich and sh- he's completely rich no matter what. So, I don't know. I, I find it odd that that's allowable, but if it is allowable, I don't know why people more people don't do it. I know the Cardinals backloaded Sonny Gray's a little bit, but that's uh, <clears throat> uh, that is absolute peanuts compared to. What we're dealing with with Otani, but it's like, uh, why not do that, man? If if it's a, if it's legal, I mean, <clears throat> but I don't know. I can't I, again. I, it's it's weird. It's, it's weird. I don't know if it's shady genius. What? But whatever it is, the Dodgers got Otani, and now they're and he they're only got to pay him two million. This they got to pay Shohei Otani two million a year for the next ten years, so they can go out and get whoever the hell they want. On top of that, and. Yeah, so uh, Yamamoto, I believe, is the stud that the Cardinals were supposedly in on, but I'm sure that that's gotten out of their budget, which, by the way, there, I think came out saying uh, Bill DeWitt's like the third richest owner in baseball. So Cardinal fans, if that's true, that should piss us all off because he doesn't act like it, does he? No, he does not. So, with uh, um, that Yamamoto, buddies with Lars, all this kind of good stuff, for the Cardinals, but, uh, yeah, he's probably out of their price range now, which, and they're the ones that set the Cardinals price range. There really isn't a limit on it, but they put a limit on it. So, <clears throat> hell he'll probably go to the Dodgers too. Wouldn't surprise me. So, um, as far as the Cardinals are concerned, Sonny Gray, uh, Kyle Gibson, Lance Lynn, they got three starters. They, they traded O'Neill for a guy for, you know, but not, not a lot, but, uh, maybe one guy that might be in the bullpen this year, Woo-hoo! but, um, uh, and it's seeming like they're not going to trade for another starter. I'd be a little surprised if they did at this point. Uh, they're, they want to, they want to sign a reliever, which, uh, they need, but if it's Jordan Hicks, if he comes back, that, I'm fine with that, but <clears throat> we shall see. I don't, I don't know who that'll be. There's another guy. His name escapes me. Phil. Well, Phil Hayton, H a t o n. See, I don't want to like misspeak, but I feel like it's something like that. And he's from the area, and he's been with the Astros. And he's been decent. They've talked about him. Uh, so whatever. They need. They need uh, another relief pitcher, which is fine. But it's just like last year. They signed Contreras, and they, everybody thought that was just like a start to the off season, and they did jack shit the rest of the off season. That was it. So it's like this year, great, we got three starting pitchers. Let's keep on going. Because obviously we, last year was not anywhere near uh, where, you know, it was garbage. So let's keep on going. And I just have this feeling it might be like, er, okay, we're done. We're good. Get one more relief pitcher and then just call today. So <clears throat> that's kind of the, unless Mo's got something cooking, which, you know, whatever. I'm not saying that's never happened before, because <clears throat> Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, things like that. But uh, I just have a feeling that, you know, we're gonna call it a day. Uh, maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. But if no no uh, position players get traded, then you're looking at Contreras behind the plate, um, and then you're looking at Goldie, Donovan and Gorm- Donovan or Gorman. At second. Wynn at short. Arnado at third. Lars in left. Edmund in center. Uh, Walker in right. Carlson, like the fourth outfielder. And then you've got <clears throat> Gorman and Donovan, whichever one isn't playing seconds, DH and I would assume. And that's fine. It's a good lineup. Then you got uh, uh, Herrera's our backup catcher, who's young and really good. And hopefully he'll get. And then you can also DH Contreras and let. Herrera play quite a bit too probably so whatever a little flexibility there and then you've uh you got you've still got Burley you know so whatever there's stuff there but um unless you just want to get ballsy and trade now Victor Scott is in triple or no he's in the minors and he's a young stud stole like 90 bases in triple a won a gold glove not not triple a sorry I think it was double a but won a gold glove hot prospect, center fielder, blah, blah, blah. So uh, he will be ready before too long, I would think. Maybe it might be another year, but um, if he's the answer in center, then uh, you got to look at some things, you know. Um, Between Gorman, Donovan, and Edmund, if I had to to trade one personally, I think I would trade Edmund. Uh, Actually, I know I would out of those three, but I like all three of them fine. Um, I, 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 really like Donovan and Gorman though. And I just pretty much like Edmund. I mean, so, but again, I bet, I bet we have all of them and I bet you that's our, I bet you our rotation going into the years, Matt's Michaelis and those three guys we signed. And I'll bet you we sign, I bet you we, uh, sign one pretty good reliever and call it a day. I bet you that's what we do. So, but again, we shall see. Uh, I do like that the, the scowl. is the bench coach. I think that's pretty cool. I like that Yachty's going to be part of the organization, and hopefully, and they said he'll be in the dugout some. Like, just to kind of depends on his schedule. So it is kind of an odd thing, though. Like they're saying that Ollie's the one that wanted to bring in DiScalzo. He's the one that wanted to bring in Yachty, and it's like it's just odd how Yachty has said he wants to be a manager. So, and he's we're the only organization he's ever been with. So it's like Ollie, like you know, I mean, I don't know. You managed us to the worst record we've had in like however many decades. So you're you sure you want to bring those guys in? But you know, whatever. Hey, it's fine. Uh but Descalzo, Yachty, and I uh they said something about Jason Isringhausen maybe uh, taking a little bit bigger role. Um they want another pitching guy that the guy that helped with the pitching, which I don't see why we just I don't know, Dusty Blake, whatever. I mean, I don't know anything much about him. I just know that our pitching was garbage last year and I'd never heard of him before last year. So but I have heard of Chris Carpenter. I would go Bring his ass back into the organization in a, some capacity. Get him in the dugout. Get guys that want to roll series with us and know what they're talking about and know what they're doing and have that experience. Get those guys in the dugout. So Descalzo, Yachty, that's great. Go get Carp. Go get him. Bring him back. <clears throat> guys like that. So we'll see what happens. But, but yeah, anyway, I, I could not believe that uh, – they were the Dodgers were allowed to have that sort of contract where you pay him two million a year for ten years and then sixty eight million a year for the next ten years. It blows my mind. Um, so Dodgers got him and the Cardinals open at the Dodgers also like first three game or the first series of the year is at LA. So that'll be fun. That'll be fun. I'm sure Sonny Gray will be our opening day starter because we will not have another starter better than him. Which, uh. Sonny Gray got second in the Cy Young voting last year, but uh, our rotation, as is, is old AF, as they say. So we'll see what happens. Anywho, so that was my Cardinal stuff there. Got some Illinois stuff, Cardinal stuff. Um, Another thing I put down was... Um, I'll have to watch how I say all this, but uh, I feel like... Um, there's been some situations here. Like I've been watching and seeing, I've been involved in in the past as well, but with um, coaches at uh, lower levels, you know, like high school, high school primarily, but um, getting, uh, oh gosh, let's see. I want to, again, I want to choose my words wisely, but I'm also going to, I'm also going to speak my truth as People that I can't stand like to say, but anywho, I think that, uh, coaching is hard. I'll say that you put in a lot of time, a lot of effort. You stay up at night. When you lose a close game, you stay up half the night thinking about what you could have done different, blah, blah, blah. Um, if you are coaching in high school, you're not making enough money for all the time you're putting in and, um, it is uh, a lot to deal with now these days. it's even more to deal with because you have a lot more, uh, entitlement sense of entitlement from people. Um, small towns, you have people that, uh, in these communities that, uh, maybe have a different social status Woohoo! in teeny tiny towns. Good for you. You go nice work. But, uh, that think they're, uh, can just do whatever they want, run things, think they're invincible, whatever. But, um, now, so that makes them, uh, I don't want to say bad people, but that just makes them, uh, people, not, not my type of people. I guess I'll say that now, if those people have a child playing sports, then whole oh, shit, you better watch out. Cause, uh, um, they'll come in all happy. Oh, you know, yes, yes, yes. Uh, they're, now they are happy as long as, uh, their child is getting to play all the time, getting the ball all the time, getting the most shots. Did we win? Nope. But, oh, little Timmy, he, he had, he had 18, you know, he was, he was about six for 27 from the field and we got beat by 20, but Hey, he got, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, so they're happy as long as. Those are the type of uh, parents and I'm uh, talking about uh, I will say that the majority I, I feel like it's just like people in general. I feel like about 90% of people in general uh, are good, do the right things, want to say they're not I mean they, they, they they're uh, just have a clue about what's going on and they, and, they, and they are uh, um, it's like if you go to a ball game. And there's 45,000 people there. Well, about 90% of them just want to watch the ball game, be respectful, uh, clap when something good happens. But then you always have a few idiots there. It's the same thing with uh, any situation, in my opinion. About 90% is always going to be good. But you always get a few uh, turds in the punch bowl. And um, when you get uh, kids that are entitled when they're, uh, when they're playing a sport, um, they get that usually from their parents because their parents think they're entitled. And they think that, uh, because again, a different social status, more money, I don't know what it is, whatever, but for whatever reason, they think that, um, they have, uh, leverage or something. I don't know. But, um, and then if you get coaches that are real and don't, uh, give into all that crooked bullshit where it's like, uh, you know, Hey, uh, Timmy's not very good. Timmy's attitude's terrible. Um, but uh, you know, the but Timmy's dad is offered to buy a scoreboard or something, you know, whatever. I'm just giving random <clears throat> random things here. You get coaches that uh are real and don't uh cave to all that BS. Um and then um the entitled parents, the entitled kid and everybody just, just lose their mind and they try to, and I, and I know these things. I, I, I know I, 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 I can speak. I mean, I'm not just uh, throwing out random stuff here. Um, it's, it's why there's a lot of good coaches just sitting at home. And, cause they're like, it is a Cause it's a joke it, with, in, in a lot of, in a lot of different ways. Um, the best player should play. Uh, if your attitude sucks, shouldn't matter how good you are, sit your ass on the bench or go home, whatever. Um, and, and, but if you're not very good and your attitude's bad, say it's the same as if you're good, but it's like, uh, a lot of the, a lot of times the ones that are entitled and the parents are entitled and they think they can just do whatever they want, whatever they're the kids about half as good as he thinks he is. And he's about half as good as what the parents, uh, think he is that just seems to be how it works out you know um and players i feel like it's about the same way about 90 percent, again good show up work their butt off but that if that one turn the punch bowl spreads to other kids or other things like that then then you can have a problem on your hands you know and you can lose your team you can lose uh you know support in the community which you you know which whatever you know to me it's like I'm going to, I'm not going to play favorites. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to do things uh, the way I feel like I should do them. And uh, if you want to come support us, great. But if not, you know, Hey, that's, that's your prerogative. But uh, it's almost like you get these, uh, you'll get about one or two sets of parents on every team that just like, you know, it's like, if you're in this like dark room, and they're smoking cigars like, all right, Hey, uh, glad you got the job, you know? And, here's what's going to happen. This, 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 and this. And if you're just like, well, I'm going to do things the way I want. They're like, Oh, I'm not going to play ball. Huh? Like that. It's like this old, it's like the old, I don't know. That's what, that's the way I see things. But, um, when I mean, I've, I've, uh, you, you know, you get a situation where it's like, uh, and then you try to adjust to them and do things the right way. And then finally it's like they, you don't get anything in turn as a coach. So then you finally just kind of you can just blow up, lose your patience, whatever. And then, and then they, and then, you know, people try to flip it on you like, oh my gosh, oh, it's you, you know, he's so mean and this and that, you know, and it's, 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 uh, it's a lot. It's a lot for all these coaches these days to put up with. So they don't mention how, uh, all they, you know, like there's, and, and parents like that, um, usually their kid will go home and, and, wine you know and things like that instead of going and earning something and playing hard and just having a good attitude anytime things don't go their way they just go home and whine to mom and dad because they know mom and dad will call the school and then call this cause this big you know shit storm and uh it's just not worth it as a coach in my opinion to put up with things like that um because kids like that are the ones that are disrespectful all year and are lazy and they probably and they flop around with fake injuries and Get up five minutes later. They're the ones that are, you know, causing drama in practice and showing up late and just have this horrible, indifferent attitude and, and entitled attitude and things like that. And then the second that you uh, pounce on them or something like that, instead of instead of them wanting to uh, prove prove the coach wrong, be like, I'll show him. I'm going to play hard. I'm going to do this. Like, no, no. I'm just going to go to mom and dad, and mom and dad will just go to school and try to get me. Try to get him fired. We'll just. We'll just, we'll just handle it like that. That's. The kind of stuff that goes on in these small towns way too much. Uh, It it comes like families that think they have power, and they're in a town that is. um, You go to a bigger town; wouldn't be called like the where you're from. What isn't even called a town? It's like a a village. It's tiny. You're not. You're not that important. So just uh, go uh, tell your son or daughter or whatever. Play as hard as you can, do what the coach tells you, and uh, and have fun. Don't make excuses. Don't be lazy. Don't come home whining to me if your coach yelled at you. There's a reason he yelled at you. It's not just coming out of nowhere, I'm sure. So it's the same thing in the classroom. It's like for teachers, it's like uh, there's too many that are like, okay, well, you're perfect, so I know that it's not your fault. It's got to it's be this grown-up's fault who's got a college degree teaching you, they're the ones, it's got to be them, not you, not not you, you're 10 years old and you're perfect, so, and, so I, and I know you, I know you don't do anything wrong ever, so, I'll just uh, try to get this teacher fired, <laughs> it's just like, what the, what are we doing, just, sh- Jesus, criminy, there's a reason it's hard to find uh, people in those professions, because there's a lot of, just nonsense, a lot of nonsense to deal with, and not enough not enough money. So, uh, anywho, just a little side rant there. Um, but, you know, it's hard to, when you get put in that situation where, like, these entitled parents just kind of try to come at you and stuff to get your thoughts together, you know, instead of, or if it's, <clears throat> you know, in, 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 instead of just being like, okay, yeah, yeah, it should just be like, okay, well, your son, daughter, whatever was disrespectful from day one, lazy, uh, just, uh, you know, not a team player, stirring up drama constantly, mouths off, talks back, uh, punches walls for no reason. And then acts like they, uh, was going to have to have a cast for two months, but you're really perfectly healthy. It's just like, there's so many things, you know? So, uh, that is why, I ended up getting on, or another coach ends up getting on somebody. There are reasons. You know, there are reasons. And um, I just think there are, I think parents just need to support every child on the team, that's on a team, and not just worry about little Timmy getting his. It's a team game. Uh, Be supportive and just try to make sure you're, you're, your child is respectful and respects, uh, refs. Those are the same parents too, where it's never their fault. They're on the car ride home. Well, the refs are bad. Your coach doesn't know what he's doing. You just, you just shoot. (laughs) You just make sure you shoot, you know, just clueless, you know, makes it really hard on, on the coach to try to, to try to keep everybody on the same page. Whenever you've got people like that. And then everybody's you know, and you get kids that are, uh, kind of a pain in the butt in the first place, and then you get start feeding their, you know, getting their head saying all these things to them, and uh, next thing you know, you've lost your team, and you don't even. It's only because of a few morons, you know. So it can be a lot, and I uh, feel like coaches around here just for those of you going through anything like that, just keep plugging or give them all the middle finger and go enjoy your life. Cause sometimes it is just not let somebody else be the sucker that puts up with all those people. Cause I, I highly doubt they'll change, but I wish, I wish some of them would, but I highly doubt it. So anyway, that was a bit of an editorial there on my thoughts on, uh, things. That's just been on my mind a little bit here lately, but, um, anywho, so uh, side rant there, but Um, so again, I talked about, let's see here. We talked about some football, some Monday night football. We talked about Illinois basketball, talked about some baseball, kind of made the rounds then got on a little side rant there. So, uh, anywho coming back Thursday, um, as it stands right now, I'm going to have a guy in that I'm excited about having in and he, uh, I'll just save it for for Thursday for the episode, but he's supposed to be coming in Thursday evening and uh I'm excited to, about uh, the interview. So it's something that I I enjoy learning about new things even if I have no clue how to do it myself and wouldn't wouldn't want to, I still find things like that interesting. So he's going to come in. Should be a fun episode Thursday. Christmas is coming. So uh hope everybody's enjoying their holiday season and does enjoy their holiday season. I'm sure there will be an episode coming up also where we will do some impersonations, improv laughter involving Christmas situations and voices. So you can look forward to that too, if you're into that kind of thing, but um, anywho, hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Uh, I'm going to watch the second half of this game and put this episode out. So from the Heath barn, thank you for listening and What's that?